I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Sun is shining but the rain is welcome too Friends are nearby don't need another view Time is not on my mind but then it's you Oh All things must pass But I'm not gonna wake up, wake up I'm not ready, let me have another day Don't wake up, wake up Keep it steady cause I'm happy I'm not gonna wake up Hello, my roller coaster riders, and welcome to Roller Coasting. I'm your host, Megano. <laughs> By the time this is out, it literally is Christmas. Like, this will be out, what, three days before Christmas? To be honest, I think like anything from like the 23rd to the 26th is Christmas. I'm celebrating Christmas every one of those days. You can't tell me we wait all year for this. We open all the advent calendars just for one day. No. Petition to change Christmas to the 23rd to the 26th. That's how I do things. I honestly cannot believe For the Life of Me Christmas is actually here. Like this year, this year has went terrifyingly fast. Like, oh my God. I literally remember, I remember February like so vividly because that's when Pav and I became a fetish. Love is in the air, do-do-do-do-do, love is in the air. Um, by the way, I think I've realised singing-wise, I'm really bad at like maybe female songs, but male songs with a deeper voice, what is that called? Vertebra or something? No, I think that's a, a bone in your back or foot. Or ankle. Was that what I broke? No, I don't know. They, they have a lower... Oh, see? I never should have done music at school. I can't remember what it was called. But they have a lower voice thing. Um, 
This is going to annoy me. Hold on, I need to Google this. Baritone. Men have a lower baritone, I believe. Because listen to this song. This was on, uh, this is on Elf when Buddy and... Shit, what's her name? Jolie? Jolie? Jola? Jolie? Jolie. When uh, Buddy and Jolie are going ice skating, um, it's like... You make me feel so young. Like, hold on, wait, I, I can do it. See if I do it loads of times, I get right into it. You make me feel so young. Third time lucky. You make me feel so young. Like, that is good. It's kind of like Elvis. No, I'm not comparing myself to Elvis, no. No. I'm not Elvis. I'm not anywhere near Elvis. But those kind of songs suit my voice more, I've came to realise... Anyway, yeah, this year has been so terrifyingly fast. Like, as I said, I remember February so well because that's when me and Pav started going out. And in two months, we've been going out a year. Like, what? What? How is that even possible? It's bizarre this year has been so, so fast. I'm also really, really gutted at the thought of taking my tree down. Like, I feel like my flat just suits Christmas. Like, I forgot what my flat looks with it, like without the tree and all of the Christmas pillows and stuff. I'm going to need to get something to replace the tree in the corner because now I'm just going to think that's like a naked, empty corner. But I'm going to need to take my tree down. Um, oh, gosh. Guess what as well? Uh, start spreading the news. New York, New York going to New York literally a week tomorrow what <laughs> what is going on honestly what in the house of commons is going on right now that's absolutely nuts but I have a real tree um so they you know they do die um I've only watered it twice and it doesn't look bad for only being watered twice it's just really really difficult to water but I've started spraying it with like a wee spray bottle but then I was a bit scared to spray it because there's lights on it so I'm like am I going to electrocute myself Anyway, I will need to take it down before I go to New York because by the time I get back, I would have had it like way over a month, like a month and 10 days or something. So I can only imagine the state it would be in. But I'm absolutely gutted at the thought of taking that down. I love it. You make me feel so young. See? <laughs> anyway, it is Christmas time. So I've decided for today's episode, what better thing to do than talk about Christmas? And do you know what it's going to be? A storytelling time. I've not done like a storytelling episode in what feels like forever. And I love to tell stories. Like I just love, 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 love telling stories. Like see if there's a story to be told, I'm standing up. I'm using my hands, my body language. Everything goes into me telling a story. I literally love telling stories. And I have been told I'm quite good at telling stories. So yeah, but I thought I could tell some funny stories relating to Christmas over the last few years to get right in the spirit. I'm honestly so excited for Christmas. Um, and it goes without saying, like I mentioned here, that I am I am so lucky. Like I count my blessings every day for the life I live. Like I genuinely mean that. And I'm so, so lucky when it comes to like my family and like my living conditions. So that's why I enjoy Christmas so much. Like I... 100% like people who haven't had such fortunate experiences with family and living conditions it's always going to be a bit of a tougher time so 100% thinking of anyone who doesn't enjoy Christmas so much who finds it quite a hard time quite a lonely time because I can only imagine how awful that would feel when everyone else is like wow like screaming so excited about it so thoughts are with anyone who finds 
um, Christmas a little bit more challenging for any reason at all. Sending you all the love in the world. And I hope everyone has a nice Christmas, whatever it is they get up to. Without any more fa la 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 Let's go on with the episode. Woohoo! Merry Christmas, everyone. My earliest memory of Christmas is, do you know what's so weird? I can hardly remember yesterday, right? But I can remember things from like years ago, like really, really vividly. Sometimes I'm like, is that like a sixth sense or something? But anyway, my first ever memory of Christmas and like Santa and all that jazz was when I was literally a, a toddler. Like I was crawling. I was on all fours. I wasn't up on the big two yet. I was still on all fours, hands and knees. Um, and my mum and dad, we used to live in a cottage flat. So it's a flat, but it's like just one up, one down. Um, and... We ha- I remember the living room was like blue and like, a- did we have a tartan carpet? So patriotic of us. But I remember it- everything was just quite blue, which is bizarre because my dad's like the biggest Celtic fan ever. Um, surprised he approved that decorations. Um, but the-, the place was all blue, right? My mum and dad had this one Christmas decoration that I hated. I was shit scared of the thing. Honestly, I don't know where they bought this from. I don't know what one of them thought. That's cute. Let's buy that. Honestly, do you know what it was like? It was like Jigsaw from the Saw movies. You know, he rides that little tricycle. Creepy as fudge. My mum and dad got a Santa version of that. A Santa. And you know when people, you know when Christmas decorations are like, they've done their best to make them look like really, really realistic. I hate that. I don't like that. I don't want to see like a real looking man so it was quite small it wasn't like life size that would have been really weird but it was small but it was like probably my height because I'm a toddler and it's so real it's got these wee gold round specks on a pure horrible wiry beard and he's on this tricycle and he like cycles about the place and it plays like a creepy Christmas song who knew Christmas songs could even be creepy? But this Santa has a creepy Christmas song playing with him. I hated that. Like, I used to be so scared of it. I'd be in tears of it. Oh, I can still picture it to this day. I've not seen the thing in probably about 20 years and I know exactly what it looks like. It will haunt me forever. I hated that thing. Christmas decorations are crazy. Like, some people really go for it. Some people really aren't interested I remember I was devastated when my mum and dad stopped going to the efforts of putting Christmas lights around the house I was like what like since when did I live with Scrooge Ebenezer Scrooge because they used to put like I remember they had like little bells that they hung outside and put like the icicles around like the gutters um I think there was like a present light out light thing and then they just stopped They've not, they've not had a light on their house and God only knows how long. I don't have any lights on the outside of my flat, but that's because I live in a flat and I don't think you're allowed to do that. Maybe I could put them like outside my window or something, but I don't think I could like start attaching like big ding-dong bells to the front of the building. I think my neighbours would maybe have something to say about that. If you're under the age of 10, maybe don't listen to the next bit, but I don't think any of my, my audience are under the age of 10. What age do kids believe in Santa at all? I personally was quite old, but I I honestly was quite old to mature in a lot of ways. Like I played with like my Bratz dolls to probably quite a questionable age. Like I just was quite late to mature um, 
and just I've just always been quite childlike right so anyway I believed in Santa I think I believed in Santa until I was about 13 maybe 12 maybe 12 maybe I wasn't quite a teenager yet but I was there to keep the Christmas spirit alive and like whenever people in school would tell me you do know he's not real I'd be like oh, you do know you're not getting any presents like I just was not listening to anyone and my mum and dad obviously done a tremendous job making me believe that like I remember we used to like track Santa we used to always go to the Ashoka which was an Indian restaurant um it's actually shut down which is so sad there's so many memories in the Ashoka but we used to go to the Ashoka with my two grands like my mum's mum and my dad's mum um and would have her Christmas Eve dinner there and I remember we'd be sitting there and my dad'd be like oh oh there he is there's Santa Passion Beijing oh 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 god he's already made it down to poland and we were like oh and it would be a case of like right get home get to bed get to bed you end up seeing santa and like obviously a hands-on heart believes if you seen santa he'd take all your presents away so i would literally go into my room be in my bed and i'd like jam my eyes shut i wasn't even tired i wasn't going to fall asleep but i just would jam my eyes shut because the thought of seeing santa and him taking my presents away was utterly terrifying. So I believed in Santa to a really old age and I actually spotted my mum and dad doing Santa's work and continued to believe in Santa. So there was one Christmas Eve and I thought it was the morning because I could hear my mum and dad talking downstairs. So I woke up and I was like, oh my God, it must be morning already. Like, I feel like I just fell asleep 10 minutes ago. So I was buzzing because, you know, the night of Christmas night, you're never getting a good sleep. You're just too excited. It's like the night before you go on holiday. So I could hear my mum and dad talking. I was like, oh my God, it's time to get up. So I'm like, oh, pitter, patter, pitter, patter down the stairs. And normally we would all go down like as a four, like me, my mum, dad, and my brother and open the door together just to see if Santa's been. But I thought they have bloody started without me, that lot. The absolute cheek of them. So off I go, run down the stairs, do, 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 open the door. Caught it handed. My mum and dad are putting out presents. The fear in their faces, they turn around and they're like, what are you doing up? And I was like, oh, I thought you used to that. My dad's like, no, 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 no. And I just remember I'm like having both hands on my shoulders and just directing me back upstairs like, night, night. Like as if you didn't see a thing, just go back to sleep and pretend that everything was, Santa's been here in the morning. But I'd still, I honestly, I didn't think then, oh, Santa's not real. I don't know what I thought. I thought maybe mom and dad were just getting a head start for the big man. I don't know. But I did continue to believe in Santa after that. And then I think it's when I got to primary seven. And I was like, right, I'm the only one believing in Santa now. I think it's time to give up the ghost. But that is when, you, when you're when you the older sibling, you'll definitely believe in Santa longer. Because I had a wee brother who is free. I can never tell if Paul is three or four years younger than me. So I'm 25 and Paul's 21. So that's four years. But in school, we were only three years apart. Hmm. Anyway, so Paul's four years younger than me. So we were always keeping the magic alive for him. So I think if you're the older sibling, you do believe in Santa a wee bit longer. And one thing I never done was tell Paul Santa wasn't real. When I knew he wasn't real. That's shite. So that was some cutesy stories of the childhood. I always was very lucky to have amazing Christmases and I'll always like be so fond of Christmas time um, because I just have such nice memories of it. But as I became a teenager, uh, the, the later years of being a teenager, like 16, 17, started to discover that the best night of the year to go out, in my opinion, is Christmas Eve. 
going to the pub on Christmas Eve is like no other no other night of the year can provide what the pub provides on Christmas Eve like I love 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 like Christmas day I just spend with my family I just spend it's normally just the four of us in the house all day but then I'm like oh it's a shame you don't see your friends on Christmas well that's where Christmas Eve comes in spend Christmas Eve with your friends everyone's drunk so happy it's Christmas so merry so jolly spend Christmas day with the family it is the perfect combination for me also Christmas Eve is just like a night like no other I swear you rekindle with people you have not seen in years like literally I'd sit and spend my full Christmas Eve with people I've not seen in about a decade but it's like we've only seen each other yesterday there's just there is magic in the air Christmas spirit is in the air and Christmas Eve is officially my favorite night of the year to go out so the first Christmas Eve I ever went out was (laughs) quite iconic to be honest so I can't remember where we went first I think we actually went out in paisley so if you're from glasgow you'll be familiar with what paisley is um it's just like a i think you would call it like a small town it's not like the city center but like paisley has its own sort of center if that makes sense with like bars and pubs and clubs whatever so the first ever christmas eve i went out i'm pretty sure i actually think i can remember what i wore i'm pretty sure i had like a big um like oversized jumper dress on it actually was from public desire i'm sure back in the day then i had a machino remember the machino belts if you had one um i had that on the big gold machino writing across it and then like knee-high boots i'm sure i got out of river island with my river island discount so i'm dressed up got my red lippy on the blonde hair and ready for my first ever christmas eve so we went to paisley and we went to like a bar and it was fun. I was like, oh, this is fun. First ever Christmas Eve out, realizing everyone's in such good spirits. Everyone's getting really drunk. What a good time. I'm sure I said to mom, dad, I will be home for midnight, like no later than midnight. Cause they were like, Megan, obviously this was new to them, me going out there. Like, you're going to ruin the day. My gran was staying over on Christmas Eve. She's like, you're going to ruin it for like your gran, blah, blah, blah. Like, come on, don't ruin Christmas Day. And I was like, Get, guys, I've got you covered. As if I'm going to go out and ruin Christmas Day. I'm going to be there with bells on at eight in the morning, ready to eat my breakfast, open some presents, Christmas cheer, singing loud for all to hear. Don't you worry about me. But this bar's fun, right? The drinks are flowing. We're all in good spirits. And there's mention of going to this club, right? So there's this club in Paisley that I honestly wouldn't, I really wouldn't choose to go there. I've clearly had good times in it. Clearly is this story proves. But I honestly would not choose to go there. So I don't know what made me go there, but we go. It actually smells like feet. Like it literally is it's known and renowned for smelling of feet. Like cheesy, sweaty feet. Oh my God, it's really bad. I'm not, I am not a snob. I'm really not a snob. But it's carpeted and it smells like feet, just to paint the picture. So we go there. And I don't really remember what happens in the club. It's a great time, though. We're having so much fun. And then before I know it, the club shuts. So the lights come on. I'm like, shit, it must be really late. So it's three in the morning on Christmas Day, and I'm still out. So I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I did say I'd be home at midnight. But did I decide to get a taxi home? No. No, I did not. 
I somehow caught wind. I'm pretty sure it was on Snapchat. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I caught wind that one of my boy pals at the time um, had was having people over like on Christmas Eve for some drinks. So me and Nadine, and no, was it? No, I don't think it was Nadine. I think it was me and um, my friend Erin, not Erin Rob, another friend Erin. Um, I'm pretty sure we caught wind of this and we were like, oh my God, he must be having people up. Should we just swing by? So we'd literally get a taxi to his house unannounced. Like we did not message to make sure we could come make sure that the party was still going on. We'd just rock up to his house, honestly, at like half three in the morning, chat the door. He answers, he's like, hello. And we're like, we're here for the party. And he's like, everyone left hours ago. Like my, me and my mum are literally in bed for Christmas. But we're like, oh well we're here now so we somehow managed to get our way in he comes out of his bed out of his slumber his mum is in the room next door fast asleep and me and my friend Erin are in his trying to have a gaff at like four in the morning on Christmas day like what what I think we did eventually come to our senses and call it a day at like five in the morning but where my friend lived was like relatively close to mine's and not so close to my friend Erin's. So I was like, sleep over. And she was like, yeah, sure. So we go back to mine's, go to my bed, fall asleep. A couple of, honestly, about a couple of hours later, because my family got up really early on Christmas morning, must have been about eight in the morning. My mum swings the door open. She's like, Merry Christmas. And me and Erin just both turn our heads and she's like, oh. And I was like, oh, shit. I've literally had a sleepover on Christmas Day. Look, I always have sleepovers. I always had sleepovers with mum and dad. I brought everyone and anyone home for a sleepover. But I think Christmas Day is perhaps taking it a step too far. Like, unannounced Christmas Day sleepover. I get it. <laughs> and in the club we're in, the one that smells like cheesy feet, they, they're they like quite famous, not famous, like not famous in Paisley for selling venoms I don't know if anyone is not familiar with a venom but it is a green alcoholic drink it's like vodka Smirnoff ice a blue wicked orange juice I can't remember but it's just a concoction of alcohol and some orange juice basically um and they make me so sick like they do not react with me whatsoever I don't know why I ever 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 choose to drink them I've not drank them in years to be fair because the green vomit was just too much it honestly looks like swamp water like literally straight from Shrek's swamp it's 
a, a horrible colour. They are kind of easy to drink and they do get you really drunk. So I get the appeal, but I used to just like explosive vomit of green everywhere. So I packed it in. But this Christmas morning, I couldn't leave the toilet from being sick. Sick all day long, hanging out my arse. I don't even think I seen my gran that day. I think by the time I could finally surface, she was actually away to morning mass. So you could say I did ruin Christmas that year. Sorry, mum and dad. <laughs> After that experience, the ever since I've always just went to like one of my local pubs. We've actually recently switched it up. Like last year, I went to a pub in Barhead. This year, I'm also going to a pub in Barhead. But for like three years, I'm sure, um, I always went to the local pub where I live. Um, and that was that was definitely the best choice because you know what I loved about that? It was everyone from like school or like people who lived in your neighborhood when you were young. It was just so nice to like catch up with everyone. Like I'm pretty sure one of the Christmases I spent hours just speaking to my first ever boyfriend. Like we haven't seen each other since I was about 15. Yeah, this night, well, there was so much to, oh, no, that was, oh, that was New Year. No, Shedmas. Yeah, one night I, I think I went out in Shawlands, Shedmas, and I spent I spent my night with my ex. When I say ex, it's not like it was weird that like it wouldn't like of no one would look at us and be like their ex. He's like it was literally went out and we're fifteen and I was too scared to do anything but kiss him. So it really wasn't that serious. But he's such a nice boy, really, really, really nice boy. Um, so we spent I must have went to Shawlands one Christmas. Jeez, what I get about. But yeah, one night we went to Shawlands um, for Christmas Eve and I spent my night with my ex catching up, talking about his new girlfriend, my boyfriend at the time. Do you know what? You just wouldn't do that any other night of the year. The next story that really sticks out was a couple of years ago and this was when my wee brother was like old enough to start um going to pubs, going out on Christmas Eve. So that was nice. That was like a real moment that me and Paul would like then go out together on Christmas Eve. Like that's really cute. So we're out and everyone just gets like beyond drunk on Christmas Eve. There's just, you know, the Christmas spirits in the air. So I was fully planning on heading home with my brother. Like we would either walk home because most people just walked home. It wasn't even close, like the pub to my mum and dad's, but there was always like such a big group of us walking home that it was always fun to walk home. There was actually like 10 of us all going the same way. So it was always fun. So plan was always to get Paul, go home together, into bed, open the Christmas Eve boxes. There, there we go. So I don't know at what point in the night I realised oh shit, I don't see Paul anymore. And the pub's quite small. So like you can have eyes on everyone if you want. And I was like, oh, I don't see my wee brother anymore. So I think I tried phoning him stuff, but it was just going straight to voicemail. No answer. But I was like, oh, he couldn't have went far. Then I can't remember. I must have walked home, got home. I'm dad, they're like, where's your wee brother? And I was like, I actually don't know. I don't know if he'd made it home or what. I've not seen him in a while. I can't get through to him. Obviously, panic starts to set, and I get that. I think at the time, I was a bit like, why are they so panicked? Like, it's just at the pub. But in retrospect, I get it. I was just really drunk and not um, appreciating how scary that was. So I'm dad, like, start phoning, like, Paul's friends, and they're like, we've not seen him. We can't get through to him. So, like, where would he be? Like, it is literally Christmas Eve, like, at, like, 12 at night. Like, there's, you know, the options are limited as to where he could actually be. 
this like isn't even funny because it was actually terrifying. Like I can only laugh at it now because he obviously was safe and it was fine. But then all of a sudden, like panic really starts to set in and this turned into like a search party. So I'm trying to help mum and dad. Mum and dad are really, really panicked. Bless them, obviously, as you would be. Can't even remember if they thought about phoning the police at one point. But I'm obviously drunk and then I start getting upset thinking like, oh my God, my brother's lost. So I was like, right, let me go to Instagram. I'm like screenshotting pictures of Paul's like, Facebook when like it doesn't even look how he looks anymore because Paul didn't really like use Instagram before so I'm screenshotting pictures from like his Facebook and like putting them on my story like have you seen this boy like listing his height but it was all like spelt so wrong and I'm like this is my brother then I, I'm pretty sure I put like my mobile number on it saying if you found him phone me but it wasn't even the right number it was just like a shit show and all of a sudden people were messing me like is your brother missing like what's been on blah 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 it was it was honestly quite traumatic. This went on for a really long time. Then my dad decided to just start like patrolling the streets. That like, he started driving his car around looking for him for any hope. And then he said he just seen like he was driving and he just seen this like figure walking like, in the distance with his hood up and like walking quite strange. My dad was like, "Is that person all right?" So my dad just pulled up to him like expecting it just to be like a random, just to check in this person was okay, if they were lost, if they knew where they were going. Like it is literally Christmas morning, and it was my brother, nowhere near the pub, just stoning about. Really, really, really dangerous. Don't ever do that. It is going to really scare your family and it really dampens the Christmas spirit, people. But Paul did make it home in one piece. And actually, I'm sure he got in and he was wearing like a jacket and it was like zipped fully up. And he was so drunk, like just like unresponsive. And mom and dad were like, I'm panicked about him during the night. And I said, look, big sis duties here will step in. I'll sleep in the bed next to him, make sure he's okay. But he literally went to bed with his full jacket on, fully zipped up, hood up and everything. And I'm pretty sure he had his shoes on. His trainers on. And I'm just like in there in my Christmas Eve time. He's like, oh, night night. Just <laughs> not understanding how bad that last few hours had been. My third and final drunken funny story. Actually, let's point out elbows to my mum to Kate Welsh so she would obviously hate when we went out on Christmas Eve and would come home in a state like this because we've ruined Christmas Paul's went missing fair dues right but this was probably like two years ago maybe three years ago um, we had Christmas Eve Christmas Day in Mings and we were this was the first time we ever decided to like get dressed up and like have a drink and play games like normally we would just like chill and eat chocolate and watch Christmas movies and um, we'd never normally like drink and all that but we thought let's change it up this year so we started playing games and I was like you know that word that game speak out and you have to put like the guard in your mouth and you have to try and say um what's on the card but it's so hard because you've got this big plastic guard in your mouth opening your mouth so wide so it's a really difficult game so anyway, we start playing it. It's so funny. Everyone's a wee bit tipsy. And when it was my mum's shot, she was like particularly bad at it. Like nobody was good at it. That's the whole point of the game. It's supposed to be hard and inaudible. But my mum was like beyond bad. And we're like, she's so shit at this. And like anyone who's in her team was raging because she wasn't getting a single point. So we're playing around and we're like, what is she saying? And my dad was like, take the guard out and tell us what you're trying to say because I can't even like hazard a guess at what you're trying to say. She takes the guard out of her mouth and she's just like, like literally speaking like that. And we're like, what? She was absolutely 
steaming i have my mum never gets drunk like i honestly have rarely rarely seen my mum like visibly drunk like she loves a glass of wine she'll go out and have a few drinks but like i never see her like actually drunk and i was like oh my god unresponsive like just making like little whimpering noises she was steaming. I actually have a video on my YouTube channel, I'm sure. I vlogged that at Christmas and I'm pretty sure there's some clips of her in it. I might have cut most of them out to save her embarrassment. Um, but she was absolutely steaming. My dad had to go and get her like glasses of black, eh, mugs of black coffee, try and sober her up. She was an absolute liability. We had, we had to call the games off because she was far too drunk. So that's all the drunken Christmas stories. My dad actually forgot, was it last year or the year before, um, like my my family like aren't big cookers right like you know some families sit down every Sunday and have a Sunday roast I've actually only had my first Sunday roast like last month mum and dad invited me around for and I thought wow what is what, what's the occasion um, but the, we're just not like big chefs and cooks right mum and dad would be annoyed if I said that because they seem to think they are but they're not I mean my mum's definitely not she doesn't step foot in the kitchen but my dad he, he doesn't really cook right like they cook to obviously eat day to day, but they don't like enjoy cooking and like have all these 1,000 things going on in the kitchen. So Christmas dinner is obviously quite overwhelming. It's not something they're used to doing. I mean, it's overwhelming for most people, but this is like really out there for like me and my family's eating habits. So I think it was last year or the year before, my dad's in at the kitchen sweating, pool, moving about 100 miles an hour. No one's to go in and disturb him. And we sat down and he's like, right, I didn't cook the, car- the turkey. I forgot about it. He literally forgot to cook the turkey. <laughs> like, that, surely that is the first thing you think of when cooking a Christmas dinner. Look, I've never cooked Christmas dinner myself, so who am I to slag? But I feel like when the time comes, I will remember the turkey. Might forget the Brussels sprouts or something. Even at that, they're quite like a big part of Christmas dinner. To forget the turkey is quite quite astonishing really so we literally forgot to cook the turkey and then this year I'm going to stay at mum and dad's on Christmas Eve and probably Christmas day as well um and we're talking about Christmas dinner mum's like we might just get a wee Indian takeaway I'm like this sums us up the cooking is too much like it goes too wrong but I think I actually convinced them to have a Christmas dinner because the older I get I'm actually really enjoying Christmas dinner me and my friends um made one like at the start of December a couple of weeks ago uh, we all like bring our own thing I, I brought pigs and blankets they were just from m and I did not hand roll them myself just from m and sorry they were from m and they were very bougie pigs and blankets and they were delicious um what was I saying there oh yeah but that was the first time I thought mmm this is a really really nice dinner so I think I have convinced mom and dad to please make Christmas dinner on Christmas day we can get a takeaway any day of the year can I have Christmas dinner in a day, any day of the year? So, hopefully Christmas dinner this year we do actually have a turkey. <laughs> I'm honestly so excited to go and stay at mum and dad. So, do you know, I've actually not had a single sleepover there since I've moved out. And I actually moved out in July. July or the start of August, one of the two. Because I got the keys in June. Yeah, so I think I moved in in July. Um, and I've not had a sleepover once. So, It'll be so nice to go home and like spend the night with my family, be back in my old bedroom. Like that that seems so crazy now. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I feel like for me now, like my mum is all my mum is Mrs. Prepared, right? So she asked me in 
September. In September, she said to me, what are you wanting for Christmas? I said, mum, babes, it's not even the month of Halloween yet. Like, come on. But I just like, when I was younger, if my mum and dad asked me what I want for Christmas and like, say they gave me like a budget, I'd be thinking of something for every last penny. I'm like, oh, rubbing my hands together. Yes, yes, yes. But honestly, I'm not even saying that to try and sound like so nice, but I actually couldn't care for gifts from my mum and dad. Like, they have given me the gift of life and they've spoiled me every Christmas. I don't really want them going out and spending loads of money on me. I'm just really, really excited to spend like quality time with them now. And I also love that I'm now an age where I can get them nice presents. Like when I was young, you know what it's like? I'm like, oh, I've got £20 to spend my mum. I don't really know what to get her with that. Like, I just get her like a wee silly thing. One year I actually bought her a Build-A-Bear when I worked in Build-A-Bear. <laughs> um, but now I, I much prefer like the idea of like me trying to spoil them a wee bit. I know they'll still, I know my mum would still went out and got me loads of bits and bobs, lots of things that I don't necessarily need, but she's just like that as well. She loves giving gifts. But I love the thought of like going round and like going to stay at mum and dad's on Christmas and like, bringing presents around for them. Like, that that really excites me. Really, really looking forward to that, actually. Righty, ho, ho, ho. I think that'll be it for today's episode, guys. I'm actually going to get tattoos. Woohoo! I'm so excited. I feel like I've not had a tattoo in a while. I think the last one I got was my bow. Actually, I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to get today. I know people would be like, why are you getting one when you don't even know what you're getting? But tattoos to me are quite spontaneous and like in the moment, I just don't really care enough to like, like I'm never going to look at it and be like, oh, I'm so angry I got that. Or at least I doubt I will. But I'm going to go pick up Erin, meet Neve there, going to get tattoos, get a wee Nando's after it, maybe walk about some of the shops. I'm just so in the Christmas spirit. I really, really am. So I best be going. But before I go, I want to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. I hope it is a wonderful time. I hope you're spending it with loved ones, whoever that may be. It might be family, it might be your boyfriend, your friends, whoever it may be. I hope you're spending it with someone you love. I hope you create lovely memories. Hope you get a nice wee gift. Um, I'm sure I will speak to you before the new year. Yeah, yeah, no, 100% will. I definitely will. So have a very Merry Christmas when it comes. I just want to say thank you so much. You are the gift that keeps on giving, guys. It feels like Christmas every day when I've got my roller coaster riders here week after week. Also, 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 God, I forgot to say, roller coasting live is happening again. What the friends? Um, pre-sale goes on sale on the 4th of January and general sale goes on sale on the 5th of January. So sign up to Gigs in Scotland. That's Gigs in Scotland um, to access the pre-sale. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. So, so excited. So thank you so much, my Roller Coast Riders, for being here. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas and I love you all so, so much. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.